All right, guys, welcome back to what is it? Thursday, January the 14th. Ooh, fun, 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 fun. January the 14th. Sweet Jesus. Uh, I'm like, time is going by fast. We're already, what, two weeks in uh, into the new year? Let me see that really quick. Um, yeah, no, tomorrow will be two weeks, three weeks. Oh, my God. Sweet Jesus, this is crazy how it's going so by so fast already. Um, but today I did mention um, last episode that I'm going to go ahead and do the review of uh, AEW Dynamite. And I'm like, well, it is Wednesday. I can't just give AEW all the love and all the attention. So we're also going to talk about NXT. So yes, it is a wrestling episode. And also, if you guys do happen to hear like noises in the background i hope i don't know if you guys actually heard that right now um the the city is actually taking down a tree on my next door neighbor's house so you're gonna hear a lot a lot of noises in the background but only i had like uh soundproof walls where you know no noise will be uh in the background and all that stuff but um really quick before i go into the uh into today's uh little review for both uh nxt and AEW, um i opened up twitter right before i was getting ready to start this and i was like chris evans is trending <laughs> and i'm like why is chris evans trending right now like what happened and it's like breaking news you know basically so it says chris evans is reportedly in talks with marvel studio to reprise his role as captain america in the mcu and i'm just like what hold up what <laughs> and it was crazy because i think yesterday i think it was yesterday i was actually watching endgame uh because i was watching all the avengers movies i don't know why all of a sudden and then i'm like let me watch endgame I, is, let me go ahead and, and shed a few more tears and i was actually uh on that part you know where in the very ending if for those that haven't seen it y'all might want to skip this part but like i was on the part where you know chris well you know captain america or steve rogers was like telling uh uh the falcon like oh well you know like here's the shield it's for you go be the next captain america i'm already old i'm retired whatever so i'm just like i thought that basically closed the chapter and even then i i don't know if you guys remember and i remember this too and i'm so sad that i i didn't even remember this uh when i went when i went to go watch the movie for the first time chris evans did tweeted that he hung up his boots as captain america like once they were done filming so everybody had an idea like oh this is it like what's gonna happen is this you know misty rogers dead or you know uh what are we gonna see and then we happen to see that you know he gets old and all that stuff so we're like i think that closed that chapter but i'm just like what are we gonna have like or this is my opinion okay so um i'm not saying it's gonna happen but i'm like if you're gonna reprise your role give me give me captain america as he was like it, it this is like the perfect storyline of anything like give me captain america when he he's returning the infinity stones back to its timeline we finally get to see like you know his experience even though it was like a few seconds and he came back old um and honestly i think this is something that i noticed a lot of people were talking about it was like hey um remember when um we did see red skull you know being the soul uh soul stone keeper and it's like what will happen if you know he were to see uh captain america returning the soul stone and he happens to see red skull it's like that's something we would like to see you know but then again other people are also saying that you know the moment 
the soul stone was um was given to either hawkeye or thanos whoever um basically red skull has no purpose and he is finally able to roam free across the universe so who knows but that is something i would probably say if you know if chris evans actually wants to reprise his role honestly though i was like dude you said you were done you hung up your boots you guys were ready to go along alongside with robert downey jr what happened you know um and honestly though i do not mind it's it's their decision if it well, it's chris evans's decision if he wants to you know stay or go you know whatever and um and honestly like i'm all for it whatever he decides all for it whenever he came out on uh the movie uh what was it um what was that movie called oh my god and we saw it not too long ago um that's the one with the ana de ana de armas um and um everybody else in there but when i saw him on that movie he did a pretty good job and he started cursing and everything um and it was so funny because we were like oh my god we were so used to captain america with the language and now it's like oh it's called knives out by the way <laughs> knives out and you know he's like oh you little shit you're all shits you know whatever and i'm like language sir <laughs> so we saw that, but, you know, if Chris Evans does reprise his role, I think that's something exciting I, I would love to see. And I'm definitely going to be all for it. Or, you know, who knows? Maybe a cameo for the uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, show that's coming up on Disney Plus soon. So we'll never know. We'll see. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys a quick update on that. Also, um, I did also did mention that tomorrow i was probably gonna do a review for um the soul movie and i was looking at my schedule for more. <laughs> my schedule is literally back to how it was um where i was usually coming in like midday so i'll be like at work on mid of the day so i'll probably have the episode a little bit late um really really late and even yesterday yesterday's uh, episode was even late too my computer decides to crash all of a sudden my boyfriend is saying hey you just need either a new laptop with a better processor this this and that because you can't even like i'm trying to upload stuff and either it crashes kicks me out or it just doesn't finish whatsoever so yesterday's excuse me yesterday's episode was late today's episode might be on time who knows we'll see uh by the time i finish doing this episode and um tomorrow's episode is gonna be late and i do want to do the review for um <clears throat> for the soul movie but i feel like mm, if i'm not busy saturday i'm probably gonna go ahead and do my review for wandavision too because it premieres tomorrow and i'm so excited about that so i think we might have either two episodes on friday i doubt it though we have two episodes on friday or if not i'm gonna have uh the the wandavision probably yeah i'm gonna have the wandavision review on um on friday tomorrow and if you know if it's not that long i'll probably put it all in one episode and go from there because soul it wasn't like it wasn't a long movie but it was a good movie that i'm probably gonna get into details as much but we'll see we'll figure it out but keep an eye out on tomorrow's episode but yes i will be talking about wandavision for sure so if you guys want to watch it definitely watch it it's gonna be out late so y'all have the whole day to watch it and then hear what i gotta say so let's go ahead and get this episode started and um what did i say oh yeah and um that's pretty much what i have the update for twitter for right now so let's get this episode started all right so i did mention that um that i don't watch a lot of nxt 
recently now that we have access to uh to tnt and i've been watching a bunch of aw dynamite so that's something i, I need to like work on or who knows maybe i'll try to find a way to have like a split screen tv where i can watch two shows at the same time it's gonna be difficult but um so nxt was i did mention last week that they announced a, a dusty roads tag team classic so i kind of figured that was probably gonna be like mostly focused on like they were just gonna do the first few rounds and um but it didn't start off right then and there it started off with a woman women's match and it was candace LeRae versus shotzi blackheart so <clears throat> they've been going at it for quite some time and i think it all started since the halloween was it the halloween havoc i think it was on the halloween havoc um they were going at it back and forth and I, don't get me wrong i like the storyline and everything shotzi lots of potential candace i'm surprised she still isn't like the woman's champion at this point but if she does it's gonna get on my nerves big time so um right now uh they're going back and forth with the and we kind of figured i'm just like because uh candace obviously is coming in with uh indy hardwell and also keep in mind i did mention that you know if the women's uh tag team classic you know comes out it's gonna be candace and Ind indy uh together for sure um but you know once we see candace and you already know like once you're watching all these matches you're probably like oh well if somebody comes in with either valet manager or whatever if somebody comes in with a second person like on their side definitely gives you guys an advantage like it gives them an advantage whoever's wrestling and Shotzi of course is by herself but it was just like well Shotzi can't take anybody on it's, it's pretty cool about that about her the only thing is that Candace is coming in with Indy and it's like it already lets you know like well <clears throat> it's pretty much it's pretty much written that you know Candace is gonna win no matter how how bad the match is or how good the match is sorry um and obviously in this match she uh india probably interfered and everything and i'm just like obviously which uh led to candace winning of course by pinfall and it's like you know candace is saying oh well hopefully that will shut her down this this and that you know whatever um but you know i'm just like hey if you know indy were to stay put maybe we'll see and it's sad because candace like she has a lot of potential as well i don't know what it is that you know she's not winning like she's not really that that good you know and we see her i don't know if it's because of how her character is set up right now she's a villain and usually when a good person goes bad you know it's because the good person isn't working out for them that they have to make them the villain in order for them to you know basically evolve their character into something else and i don't i mean i i'm not really a fan of it like it wasn't just her it was also with dakota kai as well you know they were both you know good good um the the good characters whatever but because there weren't it wasn't as much of a storyline and they weren't getting as much attention that they have to turn villain and it's like how many villains do we need in nxt there's so many of those people that went good going bad you know and um well then again i mean we have like for example i think he, even rhea ripley at first like it, i think when we first saw her at the may young classic we saw her you know all innocent and everything and she lost uh the first round well the first uh tournament of the may young and then she comes back and now it's like uh she's this whole new character um you know bad like badass basically and then and when she debuted i think it was on nxt uk you know she shaved her head no actually she shaved her head after um 
after when she debuted in NXT. Not shave her head completely, but you know, the side of her hair. And um, so when Rhea Ripley comes in, it's like she's trying to be this bad girl, but you know, it came in basically with the Becky effect where they're trying so hard to be bad people, but you know, the fans are loving it that you know they eventually become good. And that's the thing about Candace. It's like, come on, girl. It's like we we need better development. Um, you know, this whole character that she has where she's like a spoiled brat and, you know, she's trying her best to get what she wants. It's not working out, sadly. She needs something else. I don't know what. Um, and so, and same thing with Johnny Gargano, like her, her, uh, her guide. And I think I will have more comments on that once I get to their matches because he had a match, uh, later on. But, um, we kind of figured that Candace was going to win, sadly. But I'm just like, Candace, you have so much potential. You really don't need Indy on your on your side. So, um, But they did say that it was a good, you know, it was a good match, I guess. And then um, later on, obviously, I think they saw the scene where um, Finn Balor's walking uh, walk uh, backstage, sorry. And so whenever that was happening, <laughs> they see an SUV come up and then Pete Dunn uh in the parking lot it says an suv drives up pete dunn comes out with nxt tag team champions one and birch so i'm just like hmm they're really trying to do that storyline with uh them and i'm still over here i'm still uh booty hurt over the fact that they really decided to go with that storyline and not basically give Karrion cross his opportunity for a rematch so he can regain his nxt title back but then again i don't know if that's gonna happen because they're like him and uh ben Balor, they're pretty good wrestlers i would love to see that match but um like i said i'm kind of disappointed that they're doing that with pete dunn i get it you know he's trying to do his whole like entourage i guess where you know not just him but the other two dudes that already have the tag team championships to like have like that entourage with just titles only i mean i i'm not saying that it's it's working but like not everybody can pull it off and pete dunn like he he had his historical you know um NXT UK uh, championship run but sadly Walter's already getting close to that line or did he already get close to it I'm not sure but yeah I'm, I'm not you know I'm not really rooting for this whole st- uh, storyline um, but you know they already uh, I think over here I guess on the next scene you get to see Finn Balor and Kyle uh, you know Finn Balor giving credit for Kyle O'Reilly for that one match that they had um, was it last week I think and of course we see here that da, 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 of course they are t- attacking each other Oh, so anywho that's basically like a little segment that they did where I guess Pete Dunn is over there saying I'm challenging you for that belt I'm like sir did you even freaking uh, fight in a match so that way you can actually get an opportunity I'm just like over here like dude what's up with everybody's just like stepping up and saying you know what I'm gonna do this uh, like how I mentioned I think on my Monday's episode was it Monday no yesterday's episode oh my god I forget what day it is today on Tuesday's episode where you know people are just declaring themselves into the uh Royal Rumble and it, and then all of a sudden it's like oh you can't do that well how come they don't apply the rules don't apply over there in NXT all I'm saying <laughs> So, anywho, um, they um, obviously we're getting prepped up for, uh, you know, what the matches are. You know, Johnny Cargano goes over there. But then um, also later on, everybody, they say, uh, you know, after the commercial break, uh, there is this group called MSK. 
They're saying they're debuting tonight. And so I'm just like, who the fuck are they? Apparently, they're a group from Impact that recently signed into NXT. And now they're going to be in there, you know, like, um, you know, basically trying to be in development. So we'll see how that goes later on. But the match that goes on after that was the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, which was Ever Rice, which is Matt Martel and Chase Parker versus Grizzle Young. Uh, Grizzle Young Veterans, which is Zach Gibson and James Drake. Just by reading that, you already know who's going to win. <laughs> I was like, who did this whole, um, basically, this whole little bracket of who's going to fight with who? And, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's NXT. We have a lot of new talent that we never heard of. But it's already, like, rule number one. They're brand new. NXT debut. It could be good. It could be bad. It's either or. But if it's somebody, like, in a Dusty Rhodes Classic tournament and, you know, you're debuting there and we never heard of you, chances are you guys are going to lose, sadly. So, that's the bummer. <laughs> um... So, obviously, you know, Grizzle Young won uh, by pinfall. So, um, I'm really not going to get into details with that. So, we'll, we'll see. So, uh, next up, it, d- it did say that there was a video segment saying that Raquel Gonzalez is coming for the NXT Women's Champion. And I'm just like, hold up. You're going to have to get in line for that because uh, Maria Mendez or whatever. No, it's not Maria Mendez. Uh, what's her name? I forgot something Martinez my bad um she is already trying to you know compete against uh Io Shirai so it's like the same thing I'm just like if it's not the NXT title it's the NXT women's title so it's like what the hell um what the hell is going on over here so um so now that Raquel, I mean, don't get me wrong, Raquel is a good competitor. Um, and so now that I know that, you know, she can be, uh, and by the way, it's Mercedes Martin, Mercedes Martinez. I can't freaking pronounce it, but she's the one that's coming up for, um, for that whole little segment. But like I said, Raquel is a good competitor. And honestly, I would love to watch that match. But I kind of hate it how they, it's like so many competitors just jumping back and forth saying, oh, no, like I'm going to be the one that's going to be competing for the title. But it's like, well, yeah, but you also have to keep in mind that there's another person who's been doing that whole storyline. So it's like, who's going to get it? Who's going to be the one? Let me find out that like later on, on the, I think it's the next, I don't know when the next NXT pay-per-view is going to be, but let me find out that for the women's championship belt, it's going to be like a triple threat, uh, triple threat match where it's going to be Raquel, uh, Mercedes and EO for the women's champion. Honestly, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind watching that at all. But sadly, I feel like the advantage will be on Mercedes than it will be for Raquel because it's it's been a storyline for quite some time now. Um, at the end of the day, though, I feel like Io still going to retain because woman has her moment right now. She is at her peak. I love it. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, Io still has a long way to go with that belt before, you know, she loses it unless if she needs a break. But um, that's my thoughts for that. And then um, now the the next match, they did say, you know, oh, they did say who were there. Uh, they were announcing for the women's uh, tag team classic. And um, Chatsy Blackheart did say that it was going to be with Ember Moon. And I'm just like, hmm, that's an odd pairing. <laughs> but yeah, sure, I guess, you know, 
Um, I feel like Amber was. I think when she was gonna come back, I th- I thought she was gonna be like a villain, in a way. And honestly, who remembers that little debut segment that you know Ember Moon did when she came back to NXT? It felt like she was, you know, trying to say, tell Io Shirai too, like you know, hey, I'm next too. There was so, and this is, oh my god, I'm going back to this whole uh, thing again. It, I remember when Io re- retained that one time. Ember Moon comes back. Well, before Ember Moon comes back, freaking um, uh, Tony Storm is doing that little video thingy. Uh, on EO saying hey I'm keeping my eye on you but you know I'm next and then after that Ember Moon comes in same thing you know hey I'm keeping an eye on you I'm next and now it's all over again with um with uh Mercedes Martinez and now Raquel it's like bruh get your storyline straight before anybody can jump in like let that happen unless um unless if they do like a royal rumble thing and then they're like you know what now nxt competitors are going to be going for the nxt championship it's not always about the main roster but then again i mean they did say like whoever gets to like you know whoever wins gets to challenge whatever championship they want at wrestlemania and recently we only saw the nxt title getting defended uh in wrestlemania when it was with rhea ripley and charlotte so i'm just saying take notes people (laughs) so anywho they did announce that but then after that it was the match of johnny gargano versus dexter loomis it wasn't for the american championship sadly but um same thing with this one because of course if candace larae is going to be doing it johnny gargano is definitely going to be doing it and austin theory is on the side for johnny gargano so it already gives you you know uh, an idea but I did mention on my last episode, I mean, on last week's episode, Dexter Loomis is a really creative guy. And he is basically like, he can't, it's not that he's undefeated or anything. He has lost before, but he's a really good wrestler, even though he like, you know, when you see him, it's like creepy dude, you know, whatever. He doesn't talk. He is a good wrestler. So I was actually rooting for that match for Dexter to at least win. But because Austin Theory was on the sidelines, he did distract Loomis in order for Gargano to get the win. And obviously, Gargano, they won by pinfall. Mm, You know, I'm like, I don't know how long this is going to go. Also, who remembers when Austin Theory was in the main roster? (laughs) And for some reason, he was with... If I'm if I don't yeah, I remember correctly. He was with Andrade Andrade and uh Angel Garza with um what you call it Zelina Vega, which now is Thea Trinidad. Um, but like once that group split, now Austin Theory was with Seth Rollins and Murphy, and that little storyline didn't even last that long. It's like poor Austin Theory, like it, it and it's not like they rushed him into the into the main roster it's like why him of all people why did he get to be in that main roster but you know it didn't turn out so well that he's like now nah, i'm going back to nxt that shit was funny so but what was i saying about candace larray and gargano um oh okay so i did say that uh candace larray like you know even though she like her her character you know being good girl going a villain johnny gargano he was like same thing but his like his good side of the character was actually good it did have like it, it led on for quite some time that you know even earned him the north american championship so i don't know if you know because now 
I don't know if, like I said, this is my opinion. Um, I don't know if he's doing this whole character change just so, you know, Candace LeRae can get a little bit more boost. And, you know, which is really cute because, I mean, obviously that's his wife. Um, and, you know, he wants to see her succeed as well. But it's just like, you know, now this whole bad guy thing is catching on onto him that boom, hey, you did a good job being a villain too. Here's another NXT, uh, here's, you know, your your North American Championship back, you know? So, honestly though, um cuz Johnny Gargano, he is a good wrestler. I feel like with him there there doesn't need to be a character change. Um and even then like athletic-wise, he's really good, but it's just like his why if it's like girl i don't know what is wrong like you are good but what's making you fail i have no idea um i need to start watching nxt just so i can analyze her moves but there's something going on and even with the character change is still not working out for her um but we'll see we'll see so that that's what i had to comment about with johnny gargano so um later on we got to see of course um Oh, they did the they do. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna skip it. They're just talking about, you know, the whole segments and all that stuff. So um afterwards we got to see who is MSK, which is Wesley and Nash Carter. So, you know, just really quick, they were like I said, they were from Impact and now they're debuting over here. So they get to be placed with um with the um, the still the same first round match, and this one is with Jake Atlas. Um, and Isaiah, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus MSK. So, um, honestly, though, this one was a little bit tricky because I did mention earlier, uh, in this episode, like, hey, you're de- debuting, we never heard you or anything. There's chances are you're gonna lose. Well, they're proving me wrong, but the thing is that from what I've been seeing is that they have been trying to, you know, um, like uh up the motivation and like the tension and see like you know keep people like keep the audience in curiosity like who are these people and also jake atlas and uh isaiah sword scott like i don't know like you can already tell and that wasn't probably gonna work out but hey you know they do have some history too uh whenever they were fighting for the cruiserweight championship and all that stuff so i guess but you know i'm surprised that msk won um, but you know, they have the experience. It's not like they're just, you know, they're just there and they're barely like getting the attention. They had the attention before. So I'm surprised that they won and they won by pinfall, by the way. So the next match after that was, uh, am I even going to mention this? Zaya or Zia Lee versus a local talent. We already know who's going to win. We already know. There's no... And that match didn't even last that long. So I'm not even going to get into details. Next. So um, they still kept going with the... Oh, I didn't... I did... They mentioned this as well. And I didn't mention this earlier. Um, They're still uh, announcing the tag teams for the women's uh, Dusty Road Classic match. So um, they say Casey Cantazaro and Caden Carter are going to be tagged. kind of figured that's what was going to happen because we always see them together also i'm praying and hoping i don't see casey again on the freaking royal rumble match uh that's coming up later this month the only reason why is like every time i see her she always does the same move where you know it looks like she's getting eliminated but you know whenever you get eliminated both feet have to hit the ground and what she does is this thing where you know her she's doing like the handstands i guess and like her feet are up in the air and i'm like the first time was great the second time i'm like girl it's not catching my attention and if i see her again on royal rumble uh this this year she's gonna do that same shit again 
it's it's starting to bore me out woman come up with new moves also y'all knew that she was dating ricochet uh, i'm pretty sure none of y'all knew that but i've been knew that and i haven't seen them together for a while so i thought they broke up but then i saw on her instagram that, you know they were spending new years together so i'm like ah, okay <laughs> anywho so moving on so uh still into the first round into the dusty rose tag team classic is gonna be the one that i mentioned uh um you know last week's episode Breeze Zango versus the Undisputed Era. And I was just like, so who is it going to be for the Undisputed Era? Because it's like four people. So it's going to be Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. So I'm just like, hmm. Adam Cole is is the biggest, you know, like you know, the biggest uh, that gives the group an upper hand. Because, you know, not only he was the former NXT champion, he has a lot of experience, you know, not only in NXT, but, you know. Even before, who remembers him in the Bullet Club? All I'm saying, anywho. So, um, obviously, and then Breezango, uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango, they they've been going good. Like I'm surprised that they lost the they lost the NXT Tag Team Champions. They when they were when they got the belts, I was like, holy crap! You know, there's so much potential. I still miss them as the Fashion Police. That that whole skit. I love it. I miss it. I need that back again. But, you know, once I saw um, for the Undisputed Era, like, it was going to be Adam Cole that was going to fight, kind of figured, yeah, it, it was going to happen. And, yes, it did happen. Um, Undisputed won by um, by pinfall. And so, um, and they did say that, you know, they wanted to put Kyle O'Reilly, but because of that whole match with Finn Balor and got him injured, yeah, they're not going to do that. Um, but hey, you know, they already went to the first round, which is kind of bummy though, because, you know, we will, we would love to see, and I did mention this on my last, uh, on last week's episode, I would have loved for both, uh, tag teams to, you know, move, move up and forward. But of course, one of them has to win. And I swear to God, if Undisputed Era wins again, I don't know what i'm gonna do i'm like come on give another group a chance but like i said they have to have all the gold and you know we'll see on that but um that's basically the main event that was the main event and that's what ended almost uh, the whole show so i'm just like yeah i mean it's okay that i didn't get to see it i'm still trying to nail on that whole candace Lorraine thing like what is going on with her like what what is happening that she's not succeeding as much as i thought it would be so we'll see um and then um i think for next week they're still gonna go with the the same rounds but i'm hoping to see if um if they're gonna have the women's uh first round at least because i mean yeah they're barely announcing who is like who's gonna be in it and you know what are the partners are gonna be like who's gonna be with who so i'm just like okay but can we see the first round already you know uh we're kind of anticipated on it because if not it's gonna be delayed and then um and i think yeah the finals are gonna be probably at the pay-per-view like how they did last year so we'll see about that but yeah that's what i have for the nxt version so let's get in with the AEW. So AEW Dynamite's going still with their New Year's smash. Oh my god, I can't say that. <laughs> um, so they they're still continuing nine two, and I think that will be the conclusion of it. But I'm pretty glad because there were so many good matches out there, and um. Sadly, I mean, I didn't get to see most of it, but like I said, I did get caught up, I did get caught up on um, 
on twitter i did get see get to see parts of it uh because me and my boyfriend we went out to eat so like um i have tnt on my phone so i was just like we were like i will have it on my phone playing and then we're eating and we're just watching back and forth so i still remember some of the matches but um the first one was a uh, Pac, you know the boster Pac, uh versus the mad king eddie kingston so they've been going on with the storyline which um eddie kingston was trying to rile up the troops basically and even the lucha brothers were in there but i don't know what he was planning to do like manipulate them in a way or like try to have them go against each other and then when Pac came in it's like nah it's like you ain't doing that on my watch so you know what he ended up taking the lucha brothers with him and then eddie kingston ended up taking um the butcher and the blade with them so like in this match obviously those two groups did show up pack came in and the lucha brothers were in his corner and then eddie kingston comes in and the butcher the blade and the bunny is also uh in their corner so like eddie kingston in a way had an advantage even though the bunny is a woman um shoot she can take that as an advantage because she can um you know the rules is like no man can hit me in a way so that it was a pretty intense match when i first saw it and you know even the bunny got interfered in a way and she i don't know who she was strangling i don't remember was it Pac or was it one of the lucha bros but it was like freaking crazy so i was just like when i saw that match i was like i feel like Pac is gonna win Pac is definitely gonna win you know i mean my, my boyfriend was like well who's eddie kingston and i told him who he was and um honestly though eddie kingston has been doing a really good job as a villain it's crazy like when i see him i'm just like my my freaking blood boils because i'm just like this dude is so like what do you call it he's so manipulated i'm like i don't know whose side is it is it gonna be but um obviously Pac won so uh, i was kind of glad that he did but who knows if it's gonna settle the storyline of you know what eddie kingston is capable of doing um and i don't know if like i said like the butcher and the blade i'm kind of glad that you know they're back into their uh original attire where they were like all in black back then they were in white um and they, i don't think i could have taken them serious but now i could take them serious again and even the bunny decided to come back now she was done with that whole um nightmare family skit so we'll see um so that was that match for sure and then after that it was um Miro with uh well versus uh Chuck Taylor so um they had uh they I think it was last yeah last week's episode um Miro was already taunting Chuck took uh Chuck Taylor and right now we already know that you know best friends uh the other half of the best friends which is Trent he's actually injured right now so um so instead of Trent being able to show up sidelines obviously Orange Cassidy came in uh, to support Chuck and um Miro came in with uh, Kip Sabian but also you know with Penelope it's weird for me to call Miro Miro because when I see him, my brain wants to say Rusev, but I'm just like, I had talked about this in my intro episode where I'm like, they're they're coming with different names, so we have to call him by that name. I remember I used to do that with uh with even John Moxley. Back then it used to be Dean Ambrose, like back and forth, but then later on it started hitting me. It's like it's Moxley, it's Moxley. So I'm trying my best to do that with with Miro, you know, just in my head trying to convince it that hey, it's not Rusev anymore, it's Miro, Miro, you know. So 
that match was really interesting and you know even then at the uh, even at the entrance for uh, Miro Kip Sabian comes in and has a picture of uh, Trent like with the <laughs> with a little freaking uh, what is it tape crosses covering his nipples and eyes so that shit was funny but you know it's trying to taunt Chuck Taylor and um, sadly we already knew that uh, Miro has the advantage because you know he's tough and all excuse me again and obviously he did one by a submission which is his you know his normal move so bummer but that match was pretty it was pretty cool and um i don't know they also did mention that like after like once they went like after the match was over they were going back to that little segment about matt hardy and private party i think i saw that on being the elite and now they're trying to bring it into the episode where you know matt hardy's like hey you know i could be the manager and i'm just like what is up with everybody being managers you know the older people is like they don't know what to do anymore that they're like you know what i don't want to wrestle but i can manage you and it's like it's always all the, the old people sadly matt hardy you know he wants to manage private party and then he was just saying you know hey i'll rather take 30 percent of you know their contract and you know whatever um let's see and so they were like saying that you know um i guess private party was not okay with that and matt hardy says uh, that it says that he gets pissed and tells him to shut shut up and do it as he says and i'm like ooh, manipulative already i'm like if it's not eddie kingston matt hardy as well he wants to do all that manipulated uh stuff and then later on, we got to see uh, the little skit for the inner circle. Who does not love these skits? I love them. Um, but it looks like for some reason, things are starting to get heat up already. Um, you know, we did see last week, um, Jake Hager did, uh, was fighting with uh, Warlow, which Warlow surprisingly beat him. I still cannot get over that match. And um, obviously, I think like there there is some tension because I did see it with Sammy Guevara, like, you know, um, when they were putting it on the bottom where it introduces like, you know, the characters. It says Chris Jericho and MJF with the inner circle. It's like, what the hell? How come MJF has to have his name, but everybody else is like the inner circle? Hmm. I'm just saying. And and then it even says here, um, Santana gets a little bit irritated about that and says that Chris Jericho handpicked him and Ortiz to be the tag team for the inner circle. Guevara interrupts him and calls Jericho a little tag team slut. Hmm. So um, it's, I don't know what's going on. It's like everybody's trying to figure out who is the new tag team at this point. Because technically, if you remember correctly, and that's what Sammy Guevara was trying to prove the point too, that, you know, when it was originally the inner circle, who remembers that meme with Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara hugging it out, looking at something, they're like, you know, (laughs) I just think about it. And I'm like, oh, that freaking meme. So he's getting a little bit jealous and I don't blame him. So now it's like, who is it you know it, it's it's sad and crazy but we'll see how that little storyline is gonna go so um they also let me see because it looks like they were talking just video packages and i'm like i don't want to talk about that heck even kenny omega um, had a video package and i'm just like you know what let's go oh and now it's leading up to the to the awesomest match ever i think this should have been the main event at this point but you know sadly it wasn't um so the elite i don't know why they call it the elite because i'm just like originally it's kenny omega and the bucks but now it was like kenny omega and the good brothers the good brothers carl anderson and luke gallows or you know what it's just 
dog gallows at, at now now it is um they're fighting against varsity blondes and dan danny limelight so we already knew that this was gonna happen like we already knew that anderson and gallows are gonna be coming to AEW, and now i'm just loving it because they were wrestling together like they were tagging and everything and i'm just like holy shit and that reminds me i think i didn't mention this on i didn't mention this whatsoever because it happened on the weekend and i was telling my boyfriend about it so i don't know if you guys remember tama tonga he was like the OG. He is the OG, basically, member of uh, the Bullet Club. So, if I remember correctly, there were go- uh, him and either Nick or Matt. One of the Young Bucks were going back and forth about something. And Tama ended up saying, you know, uh, get out of here with your bootleg version of the Bullet Club. And I'm just like, huh. Pretty intense going back and forth with Twitter. And Tama, he... He has no filter. He will say as he please. I follow him on Twitter. And he will say what he what he has in mind and all that. So I, I noticed that on some of the people's comments with that tweet. We're saying that, you know, maybe there is a potential um, teaming up with not only just Impact Wrestling. But also uh, New Japan as well. Because we already have like, like, for example, we already have John Moxley. He is the United States champion for New Japan. So it's like if you know they're already sharing a wrestler, might as well share other wrestlers. Who knows? We might see um, you know Tama and you know um, other people from the Bullet Club coming to AEW. That was the case. It would have been nice because I did mention that there were rumors that you know Jay White was gonna be um, released from New Japan and uh, potentially going to AEW. But I'm just like, if that was the case, if he was gonna get released, we might as well just have him on AEW and have that really storyline. That would be pretty intense. And honestly, if I had to choose sides between the original Bullet Club from New Japan and the one that's, you know, I guess the bootleg version of, of AEW's, I gotta say, I probably would pick New Japan. I think I lost a lot of followers right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to choose sides. That's the whole point of this. I don't want to choose sides. Just support it in general. But honestly, the, like the odds and like seeing the members that are that are in the Bullet Club, not just you know Tama. We have Kenta. We have uh, Evil. Evil. Oh my God! Right now, he he the his turn of you know being like going into the bullet clubs shocked a lot of people you know and also if y'all didn't know this evil and Io Shirai they're actually a thing I did not know that <laughs> so I was like hold up but um yeah honestly like just looking at the odds and I'm like hmm I think I think that's just that's just my opinion we'll see but hey, I also want to see uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi reunion, reunion. So that would be something interesting if that were the case. But yes, I, I got sidetracked a little bit just by talking about it because I got too excited. But yes, um, the match was with Kenny, uh, Kenny and the and you know Gallows and Anderson, and we already knew who was gonna win once you saw like you know the the odds. <laughs> you got these two and three, sorry, experienced veterans against. People that are, you know, like we never seen before. So we already knew that, you know, they were going to win. And of course they won. And I, I even told my boyfriend, I'm like, they're going to win. But surprisingly enough, right after the match, guess who walks out? 
John freaking Moxley by himself. And I was telling my boyfriend, like, we're eating and everything. And I was just like, he is not rationalizing it. He thinks he can take all of all three, three of them uh, down in a knot. And I was just, and my boyfriend is like, no, no, no. It's like, he got this. He can take them all. And uh, that's the thing I love about me and my boyfriend is that we bicker back and forth. Like, I, like, I support my people. And he always tries to make fun of the ones that I do support. Like, if it's not Kenny, if it's not the uh, Gallows, is also in WWE AG Styles, you know. And he was like, uh, what do you call it? Um, I, I was telling him, you know, like, oh, my God, John Moxley wants his revenge. He wants his title back this this and that my boyfriend yeah because you know he knows that you know kenny omega cheated and you know he he deserves a bell regardless and i'm like oh my god i can't but that match was really interesting so when john moxley does come out i was saying that you know he can't do it by himself guess who freaking comes out right after that the lucha brothers i was like holy crap that is something i want to watch not only because you know um i i love i love them both um, don't get me wrong i love kenny i love john moxley but it, freaking this is the lucha brothers they're freaking amazing and, and only not only because they're also hispanic in the way but i've seen them fight in triple a i even saw i don't know if you guys remember penta el cero actually fought with kenny omega in all in back then before it was all out and even though kenny won that match was freaking amazing and that's what made my dad even realize hey lucha brothers all the way forget everybody else and i'm like nah 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 they're good don't you know they're good but you know you gotta think about you know of these people but um if they have that for next week you bet your ass i'm watching that i don't care if i'm in a date i don't care if you know i have to cancel my plans i'm sorry boyfriend if you're hearing this i don't care anything i have to watch this match you know this will be really intense i always wanted to see the lucha brothers go up against you know uh, anderson and gallows that shit is gonna be crazy i'm getting too excited so much sidetrack all i'm saying is the hype is up okay that's that's all i gotta say for that so you know um and it was crazy too because a lot of people just came in and tried to separate them and i'm just like oh my god so um it goes to commercial break and then when it comes back it was the talk of uh the waiting room with Britt baker and her girl whatever her name is uh and um what do you call it I forgot her name but yeah cody rhodes and all that stuff so i was like what is the whole purpose of this thing no idea so we're we're there you know we're listening brick chit chat it all and everything saying that she has a special guest coming in too as well and next thing you know jade cargill i don't know how to pronounce her her name cargill yeah cargill whatever she comes out and I was like, oh, shit. So there's also another storyline going on. Supposedly, like, I think this was, like, in the beginning of the year. Was it, like, last, well, in December? Supposedly, Jake Cargill is a representative of Shaquille O'Neal. We'll see. But she kept saying Shaq. We only know one Shaq, and that's Shaquille O'Neal. So we'll see. And um, there's also another storyline as well, because since Jade is a woman, you know, in the beginning when she first came out and introduced herself, whatever, she tried to, you know, talk to him, like, badly of Cody to a point that Brandy comes out. And Brandy threw out this whole little, oh, my God. She threw out this whole new attitude. Well, it's not even whole new attitude. It's her attitude. And people were saying, like, oh, it's from her homeland or because she's black. No, no, no. We love that Brandy. Whatever it is she's doing, it was amazing. 
So she was like uh, yelling back and forth to Jade saying, don't ever talk to him like that, you know, whatever. Um, Next thing you know, Brandy's pregnant, you know, but the storyline continues. Jade was like, how? It was like, what a coincidence that, you know, she's talking shit, uh, this, this and that. And she winds up pregnant, you know, so jade comes out and this is in the waiting room now jade comes out and now it's like oh well brandy's not here to defend you or anything she slaps him and stuff and then this whole new girl comes out and i was like that's not brandy because i don't see a bump or anything and um what do you call it i'm trying to see who it was it says doesn't say who it was i can't even i can't even see but yeah that girl started coming like he she came and um she started oh or her name is red velvet there we go so red velvet comes out and then yeah she starts fighting jade which is good which is good you know because i'm like she can keep her busy until brandy you know delivers her baby gets back in shape and you know after that she can wrestle i can't wait to see that i'm hoping if it does happen because that storyline was pretty good so anywho so then all this whole out bra comes out and all the women <laughs> all the women come out and my boyfriend's like damn talk about cheese man all the women <laughs> you know were were watching and they all started coming to separate them right so then um Britt was like talking whatever i forgot what it was and then thunder rosa comes out on the inner uh on the screen i think it was because Britt was like saying oh hey i beat up thunder rosa whatever and thunder rosa is like well hey you beat me up well guess what we're gonna have to square off each other uh for the i think the next show coming up which is called beach break and it's gonna be on february 3 so i'm like hey i love thunder rosa i love her to death and i'm so glad that you know she gets to be uh uh, Brett Baker. I already know who's gonna win. It's gonna be Thunder. Shoot, Thunder Rosa got this on like all on her own. She doesn't need no help, no nothing. Okay, and if she loses, it's because Brett brought her a little assistant to help her out. All I gotta say about that. But that's what happened on the waiting room. And then after that, it launches to uh to the next match, which was Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, not Luchasaurus, sadly. Um, and uh, and then they're gonna fight off against uh FTR. I'm like, come on. I, I I'm still trying to get into that too. And I'm like, when I see them, I want to say the revival, but it's even worse when they're called FTR. Because it's fucked the revival right then and there. Or forever the revival. Whatever it is, TR is going to be the revival. <laughs> but hey, whatever. So my my boyfriend sees Markle Stun, tiny ass dude, whatever. He's like, sweet Jesus. And I'm like, that's Mr. Fun Size, by the way. <laughs> so honestly, we we kind of figured when we saw that uh, that Markle Stun was going to be in the match. I was like, hmm. The advantage is on FTR, sadly. Because Luchasaurus, he's a really good wrestler. But, you know, Marco Stun has to have his uh, his little fame. And like I said, he's not that easy to beat. Even though he is tiny, he is mighty. Now I got to say about that. They did pull off a good uh, a good match back and forth. But then uh, freaking Tully Blanchard decided to intervene. And, uh, like, you know, the ref didn't get to see it or anything. And it just threw out an all-out brawl. But, you know, it did distract it. Uh, Marco stunt which led him to lose and you know FTR ended up winning so match was good like I said but you know FTR had the advantage and then after that it was that uh the NWA world women's champion with Serena D- uh, Deeb versus Tay Conti and I'm just like 
I want Tay Conti to win. I want Tay Conti to win. <laughs> you know, I would love that. I would have loved it if you know Tay did one, and um, and it would have been even much better if like Anna J would have challenged uh Sheeta for the women's champion, and both of them would have had gold for the Dark Order. You know, but sadly no <laughs> and uh, for those that don't know who serena div is you know she actually fought Th thunder rosa for that championship which surprisingly she took it and she used to be a former coach i think on wwe for nxt but you know deep has the experience but also take conti has even more experience like sweet jesus so um sadly you know we still see more potential with Tay Conti. Obviously, she, uh, if, like I said, if, if it's not the NWA and women's champions, it has to be that AEW champion. And another uh, storyline will come up in there. Um, and then lastly, before um, before we finish this episode, I'm already getting to the main event. Um, it was Darby Allen versus Brian Cage. So, Darby, when Darby came in, he was by himself. And I was just like worst thing you know i think we already know like what was gonna happen and um when cage comes out it's obviously team taz and i'm just like well cage has the advantage i'm like is is it really gonna be um finally the time where we get to see brian uh, brian cage with two belts you know well even though if it's the ftw belt but i don't see him defending it i want to see like if anything i don't know if it's because you know um copyright reasons or something like uh, if anything taz has the call because this is bell he can like anybody can defend it at this point if he gave it to to cage um and uh again yeah, like i said if they should like have another match with just that belt uh itself but then again it's brian cage who cannot be balloon boy well Stay, uh, stay tuned because we'll get into details with that and um, like I said I thought there was going to be more potential like I mean well not more potential but like you know I thought Cage had the advantage because you know Balloon Boy and and then you know you have Ricky Stars and that other dude I can't pronounce his name um what's his name anywho that the other dude and Taz is there so it's like we're already like figuring out okay maybe Cage might actually beat Darby and get the TNT championship but um you know the match did last for a while but then after that um I guess they were they were already like the the people that were sidelined they were already about to interfere and then Sting happens to pop up and Sting finally got to see got to show a little bit of some moves with his baseball bag you know hitting people and all that back and forth and it gave Darby the uh, the advantage too as well um for him to retain the title and I was just like what you know <laughs> he actually uh pinned uh Brian Cage so that was something interesting as well I was like I never thought I would see um Brian Cage lose but we've seen that before and I don't know if you guys remember was it with John Moxley yes it was yes so it was with John uh with John Moxley and honestly we can finally say that Brian Cage is no longer uh undefeated because like with John Moxley he technically didn't lose he just basically like well Taz came interfered and just said stop the match so technically you know I mean he gave up we don't know but Brian Cage is no longer 
undefeated sadly and uh i think now like i said it's probably a good time for him to defend that ftw champion he's just holding it just you know having it on display and everything but um i don't know how that would work um but that's basically aw dynamite and uh nxc as well so um that's what i have for today's episode and uh i'm over here like trying to like i kind of want to get ready for work but sadly they cut off our water (laughs) our water line so it's like um i can't get ready that well enough i mean i want to wash my hands and you know there's no water or maybe i think i have water bottles but um oddly enough i didn't have that much information just like you know the chris evans uh update as well um and so hopefully you know tomorrow we have more updates and it is going to be Friday, so we'll see what we can do. Um, talking about, per se, like, not only the Soul movie review, but also WandaVision as well. Because um, WandaVision, I'm probably going to be talking into so many details of it and try to see if I can find any Easter eggs as well. Talk about that. And then Soul. We'll see how it goes, and um, I'll see if maybe we'll probably even put it, like, in one episode, or if not, I can split it. But for sure, that episode is going to be really delayed um, because, you know, I have to go to work midday. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how I'm going to arrange this. We'll see. But um, I that's all I have for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this, and um, I will talk to y'all hopefully tomorrow.